The other day I was reading an article, and in this article, uh, it said that during a person's lifetime, uh, they'll spend an average of two to three years of their lifetime waiting for something or someone. And of those two average of two to three years in a person's life that's spent waiting, about six months of their life is spent waiting at a stoplight for the light to turn green. We wait for all sorts of things. We wait as we're put on hold with a customer service representative over the phone. We wait in a waiting room at the doctor's office or at the mechanic's shop as he's working on our car. We wait for the right person to come along. We wait uh, in line at the checkout. For those of you like me who don't have an automatic starter on their car, we wait in the winter for our car to warm up. We hurry up and rush through the security lines at the airport only to find ourselves waiting once again. We wait for the water in the shower to hit the right temperature before we step in. We wait for our coffee to brew in the morning. We wait at the gas pump for it to finish filling the car. Unless your father, Andy, who has an electric car, then you're stuck waiting for your car to charge. Uh, we wait for the seasons to change, to change from winter to spring. And if you're like me, we're waiting for it to warm up and the snow to melt so we can get out and swing some clubs at the golf course or get out and watch an outdoor baseball game. Some of you might be sitting on the edge of your seats at this very moment, waiting for this homily to be done. <laughs> we spend a lot of our time waiting, and it adds up to an average of two to three year years of our life waiting. In the second reading we heard about, a farmer waiting as well. The letter of St. James tells us, be patient, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. Be patient. I was always told growing up by my parents, wait, patience is a virtue. And there's a story of a young boy who was getting restless in church, and he pulled on his mother's sleeve and said, Mom, when is church going to be done? And she pointed to the red light by the tabernacle. And she said, do you see that red light? When that light turns green, then we can go. <laughs> we spend a lot of time waiting. And during this Advent season, we are waiting anxiously for the second coming of Christ. We might ask ourselves, how much longer? Haven't we waited long enough? The circumstances of this Advent season for us are similar to the farmer. No matter what we do, we can't hurry up or rush the growth of the seed in the ground. It takes a few months for the seed to produce a harvest. Nothing happens overnight. And of course, the farmer has some control over some things. He can have an irrigation system to water his crops. He can use pesticides to kill the weeds. But ultimately, the farmer is dependent on factors outside of his control. 
such as the weather and the environment in which his crops grow. And so during this Advent season, we simply wait. We wait in patience. But the question that stares us in the face during this Advent season is how do we spend this time waiting? To use this time in such a way that it's not wasted. Uh, we don't... We don't want to waste the remaining two weeks of this Advent season. And so today on this halfway point, uh, we just take a step back and reflect on how is our Advent season going? How have we spent the first two weeks of Advent? And how are we going to make these second two weeks of Advent a lot much, a lot more better than the first two weeks? In today's gospel, John the Baptist is also waiting John the Baptist is sitting in his jail cell. Our gospel finds John in prison because, remember, it goes back to an earlier event of John's life when he told King Herod, it's not lawful to marry your brother's wife, Herodias. And as a result of that, he was thrown in prison. And so as a result, he was sent to serve some time, and he's later beheaded in his life as a proto-martyr of the church. And so what is John doing as he waits in his jail cell? Uh, John the Baptist's time spent in prison is not wasted time. Rather, he spends his time preparing. As John is waiting, he's not wasting his time, but rather he's preparing. And Jesus recognizes this. He says in today's gospel, Among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. He is more than a prophet. This is the one of whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. John waits and he spends his time in preparation. And there's an expectation for us to do the same as well in, this, in, in these remaining weeks of Advent. And so as we wait and prepare, it's, not simply for no purpose, it's not useless time waiting, but rather there's a reward we will receive if we wait and prepare well. The reward we will receive is none other than eternal life with God and to share his everlasting happiness in heaven. And so today on the third Sunday of Advent, the rose-colored candle is lit to remind us of the joy that awaits us if we remain faithful and diligent in our exercises and penances during this Advent season. And so as a word of encouragement to stay faithful a little bit longer, the reward is coming. Brothers and sisters, be patient, as St. James reminds us in our second reading. And so as we wait during this Advent season, and look forward to these next two weeks in preparation for the coming of Christ. How are you spending your time? As you wait, how are you spending your time?